and welcome to Oversharing on the Internet. I'm Uslash. And I'm Upvote. And we're here today to overshare things that we found on the internet. And they're not pictures because this is audio form. This is audio <laughs> form only, so it's not pictures. Uh, so we got some good stuff tonight? I have some great stuff. Um, let's yeah. start us out. Let's, let's get it rolling here. So let's start hold us on, out with... Are we, are we drinking while we're doing It's late night, so what are we drinking? Um, I have some Pinot Noir. Uh-huh. Fair enough. What are you drinking up, though? I am drinking a homemade blend of several different bourbons. Oh, uh, a little, uh, what do they call it when you pour several things in a barrel? And it's like, like an, an infinity, infinity barrel. Infinity barrel, yeah. Yes. Is that what you're doing? Kind of. I just took a lot of <laughs> bottles that I wanted emptied and I threw them into a uh, a barrel I bought off of Amazon and... Well, you know. Oh, no. Oh, so it's in a (laughs) barrel and you're taking it out of there. Okay, so that's fair. Mm -hmm. All right, well, as long as you're not doing it a trash way, I appreciate it. It's called a flight, Karen, and it's classy. (laughs) 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 No, what what was it called where he does, like, we're talking about Randy from South Park. He does, like, five beers and, like, ten wines it's called a smorgasbord or something like that yeah it's, it's called a smorgasflugen and it's classy karen it's classy karen you're an alcoholic it's called a flight <laughs> all right all right so let's get into it um well gonzaga lost so let's start out with that our uh brackets are destroyed f in the comments Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting into it here, uh, we'll start out with an Ask Reddit of what is an unspoken universal rule all males know? What's your unspoken universal rule all males know, Afoot? That at late night, if you're staying with like a friend or in a house that isn't yours or even in a house that's yours and you're not trying to wake anybody, you have to pee on the side of the water while you're standing so you don't make that loud splash noise. From your stream? Oh, so quiet. It's like the stealth pee. Every man knows this. So are you just saying like not even sitting down, just like just hitting Mm -hmm. the side wall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. We all know Uh, this rule. My unspoken rule is uh, if a lady ever calls me and says, hey, are you with so-and-so? I'm always with (laughs) so-and-so. (laughs) are you with jim yep yep he's right here we we went to the mall we were eating ice cream we're having a great time (laughs) i I gotta go finish this ice cream before it melts see ya (laughs) that's my unspoken rule that's fair uh what reddit said is when you become a father all your sneezes must be loud and violent that is true I mean, I'm not a father, but my sneezes are very loud and violent. I think that's a that's a thing. Yeah, I think once you get to like 40 plus, like you got to have a loud, violent sneeze. You can't just like at you. It's got to be like (laughs) you got to sound like you're like powering up like you're a super saiyan from Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. Unless you feel genuinely threatened, never purposely hit a man in the balls. Hmm. 
true to life. That's fair. I mean, I'm not like if I'm gonna get in like a, a fisticuffs with somebody. I don't know. I feel like all bet like if I feel like all bets are off. I'm gonna fight to win. I am not going to throw the first punch at the balls, but if no. I am getting if I'm getting seriously fucked up and I'm in trouble mm-hmm. and they're not backing down, I'm gonna go for the balls. Sorry. If someone comes into my house and you know I don't have you know my peacekeeper on me, yeah, I'm going for their balls. If it's if I it, yeah yeah that's fair. If it's at a bar and we're having an argument. It's going to be fists first to the face and chest area. Um, if, if somebody's coming into my house, like I'm going to do everything in my power to like kill them. So, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't. I really don't care about your balls at that point. So, um, no, I agree with that. Um, not taking the last beer when you didn't pay for it. That's true. 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 When leaving, you must smack your pockets to make sure everything is there. I feel like that's a thing girls do not do at all. And as a male, I can say, you know, I do that like all the time. Like I have like four things on me all the time, right? Like my, my keys, my wallet, my phone, and usually my AirPods. So like I just smack my pockets and I make sure two items are in the one pocket and two are in the other. For sure. All There's the time. a saying that my friends and I have uh, when we're out at bars and stuff and we're going to leave. It's spectacles, testicles, Walton watch. Yep. Yep. And that's then you a check your pockets. That, that's a called being responsible, which women aren't sometimes. So, yeah. Well, I feel like it's different because everything's on our person and they have a purse. Yeah. So it's like if it's not in there, we don't know where it is. But also because it's in there and it's a pocket dimension, we don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> true um always clean the sides of the toilet bowl with your urine stream so it's similar to your quiet yeah. peeing so like, like the there's smears. if there's poop on the sides <laughs> then yeah clean it off with the pee yep have you ever come across a stain you couldn't remove um yes mm, me, too. me too yeah yeah sometimes it has to be chemically removed you know, yeah, ladies, just, ladies, we try to help out. That's how we clean. But sometimes it's just not enough. <laughs> An object, any object carried by another male is immediately assessed for its weapon capacity. Eh, I don't know if that's a universal mm. rule. I feel like that's someone who's real paranoid. And then the reply to that was doing an ocular pat down. Oh my <laughs> like, god, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> I was referring to like Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He always says he does ocular pat downs. <laughs> Mac. Uh, I haven't watched that in a while. What a good show. You must let out a sigh of satisfaction when sitting down on a lawn chair. Yes. Yeah, that's a rule. <sighs> I also feel like in tandem with that rule is like men of a certain age, you always have to make a sound when getting up or sitting down. Yeah, you got to give it like a well. (sighs) Or if if you're British and you're like done with a conversation, you kind of like slap your knee and you're like, well, and then you just kind of scamper off. And that's the signal to like this conversation's over. 
It's like a gavel. Time to hit the old dusty trail. (laughs) (laughs) One shall slap the bag of soil in the garden center when passing by. Absolutely. I feel like I I do that a lot. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. don't even know if that's a rule, but I just do it. Mulch, dirt, doesn't matter. Uh, The wide step for those extra humid days. Yeah. Don't point out the flaws on someone else's car. Yes, I'm totally goddamn aware my 52-year-old project car needs a paint job. That's fair. Not going to knock you for it. You must stand by your bro when he's grilling and make comments about the level of awesome it's going to be. Nice. That's just being a good good. person. But yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, you cannot call shotgun in a friend's car if he has his girlfriend or wife in the group. Yeah, of course, that's common courtesy. When you reach a certain age, you must groan either when sitting or standing up, even if there's absolutely no pain whatsoever. Boom. Nailed yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So I just so you guys are aware, like. I don't know the things he's reading, and he doesn't know the things I'm reading. So that that was just happenstance and coincidence. So it is actually a rule. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about the lawn chair, but after that, you know, we just said, you know, kind of got to groan when you're sitting up or sitting down. Yep. Always bring the groceries into the house in one trip. No, There are no exceptions. <laughs> when I was younger, I used, that's a young man's game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anymore, I'm. Uh, I'll take like if I have like a you know like a 35 rack of Sam's Club soda like cans or something. That's its own separate trip. Or I'll put like one thing on top of it. I'm not here to break my balls. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, this is not for the United States people. But if your mate goes missing in Amsterdam, you say nothing about it unless he's gone for more than two hours. <laughs> Two hours That's, is the cutoff? Well, yeah, I, I think prostitution's legal there, so you just like you just like right, don't acknowledge it. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, two hours is it? I feel like you should give them like the evening. I you're not spending the night with this person. You're just like paying them for sex and then maybe getting like weed after or something. Yeah, the, <laughs> I'm not gonna start doing drugs in a city I'm unfamiliar with right there. It's Amsterdam, though. It's kind of expected. Like, I'm sure yeah, the police... Like, pretty- I, if I don't know where I'm at, and I don't know how to get back to where I was, like... I'm sure you would not be the first person, like, turned into the police and been, been <laughs> like, oh, we found a lost soul. <laughs> like, I'm sure <laughs> they deal with this all the time. I started saying stupid shit in a language that is nowhere near Dutch. <clears throat> If a hood of a car is open, you must stand in a circle around it. Mm, yep. Similar to grills like, at an event. Like the grilling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like we've milked this thread pretty dry. We're getting down That's to fair. the... That's good. So, what do you got next on the deck, or do you want me to go with the one I found? Nope, I got I got one from R slash confessions. So we have oh, my husband yeah. found a black vibrator in my drawer and now nice. he thinks I'm into black men and he won't talk to me. 
So hold on, time out. By that logic, if it was purple, would she be into Grimace? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, what thread was this on? Confessions. Confessions. Because like, if this is like, am I the asshole or something? Like, no. Like that's that's a he problem. Like, it's it's a silicone sex toy. It's not that. They're like, you know, the old Model T. They only come in so many colors. <laughs> yeah, is this dude like a racist or something? Like, what? what is the <laughs> issue with a black vibrator? Like, they come in pink, I, I purple. Mean, I mean. Right. Like, yeah. She's like down with Teletubbies if she get like a yellow and green one. Like, what are we doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> you should order one from Bad Dragon so that he can think you're also into Thanos. I don't know what bad dragon is, but it must be some sort of sex. I'm assuming it's yeah, like some giant like purple dragon dick or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the girls says, well, if he's ever jerked off, he's using a man's hand. So maybe he likes men. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> Is he into guns? If so, does he only own black ones? Does he feel like the heavy black weight in his hands before he unloads for him? Before they unload for him? Or, you know, has he ever looked at Asian porn, Latina? Has he ever gotten hard for a black woman? Is there any sense to this at all? I feel like they're trying to, like, create arguments to reduce the justification this guy has. But there was no justification for it in the first place. Yeah, I mean, is the husband mad? I guess I guess the question here is the husband mad that he found like a vibrator or is it because of the fact it's black? Like if it was a perfectly skin like white skin colored vibrator, would that be yeah, fine? Like a, yeah, I don't know, that's weird. Like I don't know. Like and again, we don't know the conversations that were had to lead to this moment. Yeah, it, was she like looking at black porn and like using this vibrator? And he's like, "What? What's happening here? Like, are you not into me? Like, are you into like black dudes? Like, I don't know. I don't. And I, like, we don't know how long the relationship's been. We don't know how long they've been married. Any of that. All we know is that like he's a little insecure about the size of his man meat and. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it's a vibrator, right? Like, it's not going to be like, like, I don't think they vary the size of the vibrator based on color, do they? I don't know, but it's definitely not the Great American Challenge, I'm sure. No. <laughs> um, a lot of people saying, is he racist? Um, I'd find the most ridiculous vibrator money could buy and put it in plain sight. Absolutely. I have a clear sparkly dildo. What do I like? Unicorns. Unicorns. <laughs> Charlie. I mean, that's just silly. That's just, uh, that's dumb. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you getting upset over a black vibrator? Yeah. Dude, you find a woman that likes to play with sex toys? That's kind of cool. Whatever. I mean, you got to keep it spicy somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell. Fucker, and then like you know, use the black vibrator sometimes and mix it, mix it up a little. I don't know. 
We gotta put an NC seventeen rating on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, another one from our confessions, uh, only now I realized this woman, this woman, I think he meant to say this woman was a pedophile and took advantage of us. Oh, <laughs> this dear is, sweet baby Jesus. This was hot off the press four hours ago, so I don't know if this is going to be like a hot one or not, but I'll read it anyway. Do it up. There was this married lady's house my friend and I would always walk past on our way to and back from school. We were 15, she had two young children, and her husband was always away at work somewhere. She was known as a normal person in the neighborhood. She started waving to us and stopping to talk to us a lot when we were walking past. My friend could no longer hold it in, and he told me that he walked past her house and she started asking him many sexual questions. She would grope him and let him touch her breasts. As a teen, I thought this was cool, so I started walking alone past her and tried to make contact <laughs> with her. <laughs> yes, yes, we've we've all had that dream. <laughs> Daisy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> so she also started asking me questions like if I've been with girls and how often I masturbate. This slowly turned to her casually touching my private parts and she would let me touch her breasts and bum. This would all happen in her front garden with her kids home and people walking past would be able to see what was happening if they paid attention. Wow. At the time, wow. Some bold moves, Cotton. That, that's very bold. Um, at the time, this was exciting, but thinking about it now, she was at least in her 30s and we were still kids. So, yeah, I mean, that's like the kid, like all the stories you hear about, like the kids who are like banging the hot teacher, like where were these teachers when I was, you know, in grade school? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, yeah, you definitely got taken advantage of as a child, but also, do you care? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like you were 15, like... You were probably old enough to know better, but not legally. So not not to mention, like there are always like all these like eighties movies that basically that was the plot of the movies, like the hot neighbor who's way out of their like, you know, age range and league that they're all like trying to catch a glimpse of through the window with binoculars. Like fifteen year old dudes are horny as shit. I mean, it seems like a friendly little grope, and he was, like, also asking for it. Like, I know you can't say that. He tried to initiate it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he was like, oh, I'm going to walk purposely past this house and, like, start talking to her so I can touch her breast, too. Like, I don't know if... I mean, two wrongs don't make a right, but also... No, no, she was was definitely in the wrong. Absolutely. She was the adult in that situation. She should not have initiated. She should have known better. 100%. Um, I am not condoning pedophilia in any way, shape, or form. Let's not get that misconstrued. No. (laughs) That's wrong. That's bad. Um, But I would have done it. (laughs) A 15-year-old boy with all those hormones? I probably would have tried, too. I hear you. I would have done it now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, now it's more appropriate because you're in your 30s. (laughs) There's no age that I would not have done that. Maybe when I was seven. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have understood what was going on at seven. Yeah, but if I was like um, 14 plus, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
dude, dudes do some weird shit when they're young and full of hormones. Just discovered your penis. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to put it in the fucking paper towels. Why not? <laughs> I, I just want to know where these conversations went. Like, what, yeah, so, like, like how, do you, how do you bring that up with an adult that's twice your age? You're 15, they're 30. Like, I hear, I hear like... My friend was like touching you. Can I touch you? Like I don't even understand like how that's like. Yeah. How do you bring that up? Like so, and this is not like an isolated incident either. Like I am, I live in like a rural area, and when I was in high school, one of the chorus teachers was diddling one of the students. Ooh, that's so. That's not good. No, and uh, they're married now, but her parents are. St- Still, like, really, they don't like him at all because he took advantage of their daughter when she was 14. Wait, the chorus teacher and the student are married? Yep, with children. Whoa, 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 that that should make, like, news headlines or something. Yeah, no, it was all there. He got shit-canned. I also didn't like him because he tried to fail me when I was in choir. I was a band and choir kid, and I had to, you have to have lunch legally. And so every other day I would go to choir, and every other day I'd go to band. And he tried to fail me for attendance, even though like all these kids were doing the same exact thing. But he only tried to fail me because for whatever reason, I was a threat to him. And so it got taken to like the principal's office and the principal's like, he needs a lunch. You can't do that. You're a fucking moron. But he was a piece of shit. So I don't feel bad. (laughs) Oh, because like it was like an hour block, but you needed like a half hour lunch or something like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And I just want to know, like, have you ever talked to a 15 year old recently? Like, how are you like initiating like conversation? Like, like if they're like walking by your house, are you like, oh, hey, you what's up? Like, I don't even understand like how this 30 year old woman like would like wonderful weather we're having. Like, I don't understand like what the conversation would be even. I don't, I don't understand why you would want to talk to a 15 year old. I mean, I've talked to some 21 year olds that are just stupid as hell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know. Yeah. And what was going on that like he felt that he was like in the clear to like feel her up. Like, I guess. Oh, you're just curious about the female body. (laughs) (laughs) Like this was going on in like a public forum yeah. too. Like what? This was the eighties though, wasn't it? Like before all this shit was widely reported. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he says he was fifteen. He didn't put a date on it though. I mean, he could be twenty-one no. now. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I feel like society's just gotten way more shitty as time progresses. I mean, let me read, read this. As a teen, I thought this was cool, so I started walking alone past her house and trying to make contact with her. She also started asking me questions like if I've been with girls and how often I masturbate. This slowly turned to her casually touching my private parts and she would let me touch her breast and bum. That's weird. I, I mean, I guess she probably initiated contact and like he like followed up with like, oh, okay, like you're going to do that, so I'm going to do this. Yeah, it's still weird. It's still weird in like out front of like her house and you know it's the like most like it's not the most fucked up thing but it's it's still a real fucked up thing is that women can do that to young boys and not raise alarms flags and all that shit 
like more often than not, they'll they'll just skate on that shit. If those roles were reversed and it was a three year old man and a fifteen year old boy, you bet your ass someone would be on the phone with the police, CPS, all that shit. Oh yeah, and you know a lot of redditors are saying like, oh my god, some of the comments here are awful. I'm sorry you had to go through the discomfort of realizing a past sexual action was assault. I've been mm-hmm. there. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound like he was too scarred by it. Like he was no. just just having that realization that like his fun little childhood memory was like actually kind of more serious. Not than, okay by society, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, shit. At fifteen, I was trying to find like the the Skinamax channel that was all grainy and shit to come in. You know, like <laughs> if a real live woman was like, "Here, you can touch my boobies," I'd have been like, "Hell yeah, yeah." <laughs> We got some uh, We got some shorter ones here So I'm going to read another one from our confessions If you don't mind By all means sir This title is called My wife died Period That bitch (laughs) (laughs) So at first I was like oh god that's so sad And then boom right there with the non sequitur I did not see that coming we were having serious issues, and then she got sick with cancer that came like a Mack truck. She said a lot of the grief she gave me was because she knew she was sick and was ashamed of burdening me and leaving me as a widow dad of four kids under 13. Holy shit. Yeah, so she was young. She was probably, you know, under 50. I took care of that woman like she was one of my boys. That experience took 10 years off my life. Her death was easy compared to the aftermath. Whoa. (laughs) I was going through her computer and saw that she had a separate email account, which was odd. That was on purpose. That bitch was planning on blindsiding me with a divorce and was going back and forth with different lawyers about making me a weekend dad, throwing me out of the house and even seeing if I'd pay her legal bills. This went on a week before she saw the doctor. This went on a week before she saw the doctor. Wow. Wow. So normal reaction in society is you feel bad for the person with the cancer, but what a cunt. (laughs) Like, I was going to leave you, but then I got diagnosed with cancer, so I'm going to stick it out. This slag used to make me take care of her in her final days because no one else would. I won't tell my kids. Yet. Oh, you could absolutely save all that shit. And on their 21st birthday, be like, Merry Christmas. Your mother was a bitch. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah. That's a lot to unpack. So so basically, this contrasts our previous uh, podcast when we were talking about losing all the limbs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this... Yeah. This this wife was like, uh, I'm gonna fucking leave him and and make him a weekend dad and fuck him over. Oh shit, I have cancer. Okay, well, I'm gonna pretend I love you, and then I'm gonna lie that I'm being shitty to you because, I, you know, I'm sick and I'm ashamed of you being a burden, but really, I just hate you. Like, wow. that is legitimately, like, the most, like, manipulative, narcissistic bullshit I've heard on this podcast since we've started. Like, that's fucked. Ugh, I'd be so annoyed. Like, like I'm, 
<laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm glad she got cancer. Oh, man. <laughs> too too much? Too soon? No, no, I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying, oh, man, to the whole situation. Like, ugh. Yeah, that's a fucked situation for sure. I feel for that guy so hard because he was in, like, a shitty-ass relationship and he took care of her as best he could, and even after death, she still fucked him. Like, not in a good way. Damn, um, that's cold. One writer says, yeah, someone did this to me with my grandpa who treated me like a golden god and spoiled me rotten. I loved him to death, and in many ways, he was more of a father figure than my dad. Then he died, and everyone told me how before I was born, he basically was the worst human alive and physically and emotionally abused almost everyone else I cared about. I always love him, but especially as a child, it was incredibly hard to digest this stark contrast, and I still don't understand why I got the special treatment. So, no, no actual evidence of like what bad he did, but just that he was a horrible person. But for some reason, right. like being a grandfather made him nice. And that's that's even harder is that there's no evidence being presented. It's just, it could be someone trying to manipulate you, you know. Like, oh, yeah, he was an asshole, but he was never an asshole. So I, I guess this is the question, right? Is like, so for the back to the original post, do you if you're in that situation, are you sharing that with your kids or are you like letting that die? Hmm. This is a tough question because I I feel like that's something that you would have to be in the situation and you'd have to know your kids and all that. And like if they're. I mean, if if the if the point of it is to get revenge on your wife who's dead, like she's already dead, like yeah, you're not what gonna, more can you do to her? She's not yeah. gonna shit. She's dead. So you're just making your kids feel bad that they're like you're gonna mom tarnish your kids. Yeah, a piece of shit. Like you're gonna literally like bring up like one of the worst memories of their like entire life and just make it even worse. Like yeah, I feel like you're doing more harm than good. Like if you mm-hmm. were. Eh. Yeah, and I mean, at that point, you might just let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I would not. I mean, I guess if they were like really curious or like, I don't know if they were like weird kids or something, I, I, there'd have to be like a special situation for it. But I, I feel like in the for the most I could part, see you just, in like, like the heat of a passionate argument with one of your kids, like. If they said something stupid, like, I wish it was you that died instead of mom or something, I'd be like, yeah, come here. Let me show you why you don't wish that. <laughs> yeah. Then I would have never seen you again. Or, you know, I would have only mm-hmm. seen you every other weekend and on the fourth Sunday of the month. It's like your mom was a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But I I think for the most part, just, you know. Right. And Reddit's generally agreeing as I scroll through these comments. They're like, don't tell your kids. Like, Hide your kids yeah. from your wife. <laughs> um, Upvote, do you want to share your one uh, post that you could I find? live to share my one. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm here for. Okay. Mediocre effort so, at best. But yeah, absolutely. I just, I'm a slow reader. What can I say? This comes from Am I the Asshole? And this woman wants to know, am I the asshole for replying to a co-worker's inappropriate texts by work email? 
and attaching the texts to those emails. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. One of my coworkers, who I had thought was friendly, but that was it. You know, he was married. I didn't think anything more of it. Sent me some inappropriate texts at like 3 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day weekend. Asking me to come over and, quote, have some fun. And saying that he had been into me for a while and knew I felt the same. I don't. I'm a lesbian, <laughs> but not out at work. Okay. <laughs> he also sent me a naked selfie that luckily cut off right before his dick. But dang, was it close. When I saw them, I was out with friends and was like, what the fuck? Okay, this is a Monday problem. I have a really strict rule with myself that I don't do work, think about work, or answer messages about work outside the hours of 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. I also don't use my personal phone for work stuff. If someone from work calls or texts and it's not one of the coworkers I see as a close friend and trust to not talk shop on the weekends, I'm not answering. And I included dealing with this fucker as a workday problem. So I ignored his message. He sent me several later, first saying that he was drunk, then saying he hadn't said how he wanted to, but he was still into me and had feelings I felt the same. On Monday, I wrote him an email on the work email saying, Hi, coworker. I'm writing to follow up on your messages from the prior several days. See attached. Please only contact me through work channels during regular business hours. I do not use my personal number with colleagues. Additionally, I found the content of your messages unwelcome and inappropriate. Please only contact me regarding work. Signed, OP. I didn't send the email to HR, but I did blind CC my personal email so I'd have a copy just in case. And he got real pissed. He texted me back saying I had crossed the line attaching his picture to a work email. Was I trying to get him fired? I screenshotted that text too and attached it to an additional email saying, As per my prior email, please only contact me about work matters and only on business emails or Slack. He stopped texting me, but he came to my desk to speak to me. And before he said anything, I asked, Is this a work question? And he said he knew what or I knew what this was about, and I said that I wasn't available for a discussion at the moment. If he did need to meet with me for a work matter, could he please schedule a meeting on the calendar and include a read-ahead to brief me on the topic of the meeting? He walked off. I feel like I was a bit of a bitch in dealing with this, when maybe I could have told him to cut it out by text, but I'm also fucking sick of dealing with this shit at every job, and I feel my patience to use my own time and energy to gently ask guys to cool it with, you know, that kind of shit has worn thin. And I wanted to set the precedent that I won't engage in at all outside of work hours or work accounts. Am I the asshole for sending the email? All right. So... <laughs> so okay so back to the too long didn't read to the story basically he sent some drunk texts on st patrick's mm -hmm. day at, at 3 a.m correct then he he proceeded to text again the next day and is that what i'm hearing correct yep he apologized he was drunk but you know he was actually really he did like her and he was picking up vibes that she kind of liked him too, but she was a lesbian. So his, 
vibe picker is way out of calibration. <laughs> so, so the the follow up day was not inappropriate text, but it was just normal text, but just saying like, "Hey, I like you," and and the inappropriateness all came at three a.m. on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, from what I'm reading and gathering. <clears throat> um. So, so yeah, I, I, feel I feel like there's two sides to this coin. Yeah, so the coworker shouldn't have sent near dick pics to the mm-hmm. girl, but yeah, but he did apologize the next day, and he was drunk, and he also was seemingly pursuing it in a I wouldn't call it professional manner, but like I think. It sounds like they have Slack at this organization, so this is like a big organization, right? Yeah. So it's it's probably not crazy to like go on dates with people at this organization. No, probably not. I I see the two different sides to this coin. On the one hand, yeah, the the naked selfie is definitely not something you send to a coworker before you find out whether or not they're interested in you, regardless of drunken status. Yes. Um, that being said, I know a lot of people do make drunken mistakes. It happens. That's basically how children are born sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here today, I vote. <laughs> Probably. I can't, I can't refute it because I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, so I, I understand that, you know, that was like a that was a faux pas on his part and she did not take kindly to that. He's lucky she did not go to HR with that because that, I mean, in 2022, that is absolutely something that could happen very quickly. Now, because it is 2022 and that is how people deal with their problems rather than head on and just, you know, being like manning up and saying, hey, didn't appreciate this. Never again. Also, FYI, definitely not interested in you in that way like in a just personal text, like, and please do not contact me again. Um, just not, not something I want to do with you ever because you don't have the right genitals. Um, <laughs> like, right. Um, that would have probably been like the way to go, not to be considered a massive bitch. Like, and you could have just settled it right then and there and message received, understood. Yeah. Like, and I don't know, I don't know their entire history. I don't know if she was like flirty and like, there's, there's no problem with me flirting with dudes because I'm not interested in dudes. Like that could be a thing that happens. I don't know. Um, but ladies, if you ever wonder why a guy is not hitting on you, it's this shit right here. Yeah. We're all so damn scared of being reported for expressing interest we don't want to get in trouble for saying hey i think you're pretty do you want to go bump uglies i mean lewis black said it best in i think it was accepted nice tits when did that go out the window (laughs) (laughs) like you can't you can't say things and i get it like it can be uncomfortable it's not, it, and if it's not welcome, it's not welcome. And sure, that's fine. But if you, 
if you basically just cut off all of the things that you know you don't like, some of the things that you do like are going to go with that because you can't have your cake and eat it too. So if you enjoyed being hit on by you know some dudes, that's not going to happen anymore because they're going to respect your boundaries to the point where they're going to make sure that they don't offend you in any way, shape, or form. Whereas yeah. if, she, yeah, so if she had just you know said like I said, just manned up and said it on a thing and not an email. That probably could have just been the end of it right there. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not hearing like, Oh, like I went too light on him and he's still bothering me. Like we're hearing like Mm -hmm. she went like goddamn near nuclear option and sent this through like a work email. Um, right. She was she was toying with him, like saying, like, you tr- don't even come close to me ever again or I will fuck your day. So um, and a lot sadly, and this is what really gets me is a lot of the comments are like, you should go to HR immediately. <laughs> like, no, no. I mean, uh, clearly she was friendly enough with him that he got the wrong idea. So well, it, clearly she was friendly enough with him that he had her personal cell phone number. Oh, also a good point. Also a good point. I didn't even consider that, but yes. And, you know, can you just be like, hey, like, you know, I'm I'm sorry, like, I'm just not interested. Like, I hate to let you down, but I'm a lesbian and blah, blah, blah. And then just call it good. You yeah. know, I I think it should have been done through dealt with through the the text method before going mm-hmm. through the work email. And, you know, if there was any follow-up from the guy other than, oh, I'm sorry, like, let's just be friends right. and have a joke at the water cooler once in a while. Like, if there was any more follow-up, like, hey, like, I think you're still really hot or something like that, like, then absolutely, like, you know. Yes, you can, like, I didn't appreciate those comments. And then you can send it through the email and then there's the record of it there. You also have all the screenshots from your phone and even if you don't want to out yourself as a lesbian at work, all you have to say is, I'm not interested like that. I'm not interested in you like that. So thank you for the compliment, but also no thanks. And you should also probably never send naked selfies to a woman uninvited ever again. And then he would learn that lesson for the future. And <laughs> this is my uh, uh, maybe futile standing of HR. Um, mm-hmm. But my understanding is if you contact a coworker outside of work... And, right. uh, and they're also outside of work. So you're both outside of work. That's not considered like a work issue. Right. Like, so if you're sending harassing texts to somebody outside of work hours and you're both outside of work hours, that's not technically a work issue. So her bringing it back into the work email and putting mm-hmm. it into the whole system like that is making it a work issue. And, you that know, could actually backfire on her, yeah. Yeah, so it's not... So by him texting her at 3 a.m., like, technically, you can say to a, per, a co-worker, like, hey, I think you're a piece of shit. And if it's off of work hours and you're not texting them on work time and they're not on work time, like, it's not a work issue. It is just two people out in the universe having a conversation. Well, I don't know. So... And I've heard horror stories from like HR where basically if you cause a problem for HR, HR is not going to like you very much and they're going to try and find a reason to get rid of you. So going to HR about this kind of thing could do that for you. 
Like, I've heard it where it backfires on the person who reports shit to HR, which is why so many people are afraid to go to HR. Yeah. So, um, could this have been handled better? Totally. Um, mm-hmm. Did she handle it necessarily the worst way possible? No, because there was no, no need to go into HR because this also, right. again, wasn't not an HR issue. If you're, if I see you outside of work and we're both clocked out of work, like this isn't an HR thing. This is just two human beings. Like there's, we're not in school. There's no principal. I, I feel like, yeah, that's <laughs> you know? that's the other problem I have with this story is that I feel like. So many times when something like this happens where feelings are involved or something like that, or someone wants to, you know, pursue things as more than friends, they're not treated like a human being at that point. They're treated as like a combatant. Like if that yeah. person does, it's, it's the, the Doppler Dahmer effect from, uh, how I met your mother. Like it's either creepy if they're not into you or it's romantic if they are into you. <laughs> how? And okay, so like, let's say uh, he didn't send like the near naked text. Let's just say he just sent like mm-hmm. a few texts saying, hey, I'm really into you. Would she have done the same thing? See, I don't know that. I, don't, I really don't know. And that's really shitty if she would have, because like mm-hmm. he's just saying outside of work, like, hey, do you want to meet out for coffee sometime or, you know, something right. fairly innocent, you know? Yeah. Um, no, and I, it sucks because that's if that's her response, like that's that's setting a tone for this guy that he's never going to ask another woman out. <laughs> well, at least not at work. And I, I see that Reddit does not agree with our sentiment, like no. at all. They're all like, absolutely, one hundred percent. You should have gone to HR immediately for this. And I'm like, I feel like a lot of these people are like in their teens and don't know what HR means. No, HR isn't your parents, and HR isn't like your high school principal, like. If it's also not your friend, it's not your friend. <laughs> like if you're going to them for a non-work matter that occurred outside of work hours with somebody who happens to work at the same building as you, like that's not their problem, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Now, if you know they're harassing you in the parking lot or anything like that, like that gets into weird things. But you yeah, because that's property that work owns, and yeah, no, I but, hear you. If you're saying to somebody you see at a bar who also works at the same place as you, like, hey, you're sexy, sorry, like, you might not want that comment, but sorry, that, that that's not a work issue. Like, you know, you're not getting paid on this time that we're talking about you being sexy, so sorry. <laughs> this is sexy time, not work time. <laughs> this is sexy time, <laughs> not work time. <laughs> <laughs> that's really fucked up like i don't know i i understand that there are like creepy dudes out there and there's a lot of unwanted attention between the sexes sometimes i get that i understand that I, that side of the coin but i also understand that in 2022 there are so many people that are so thin-skinned and they're just looking for a fight they're looking to ruin someone's life everyone hates everyone anymore and it sucks yeah, and I mean, not to victim blame her here or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it sounds like she's like fairly hot because she's like, this keeps happening and I don't know why, but you know. Yeah, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you pre- clearly are stacked or something and right. men are going to be interested in you and you're very, you're apparently friendly with men, right? Because you're giving them mm-hmm. your personal number 
and you know you're probably talking to them at work and being like oh you know like text me some funny memes or something like that so uh you know if you don't want attention but you want to look hot like sorry you're gonna get hit on once in a while and men here's my rule for any of you that work in corporate america and i follow this all the time don't shit where you eat just don't do it like don't if you work with someone on a daily basis or a very regular basis in the same building and stuff and they are you know smoking hot sure window dressing fine you can look but you can never ever initiate that because one of two things is going to happen either they're going to reject you off the bat or they're interested too and then you guys are going to date which is even worse and then then you've got another (laughs) split reality that happens where one of two things happens either you damn well better make sure that shit lasts forever as long as both of you are at that company or it's going to get you're going to break up and it's going to get real bad real fast you're right they're going to take a non-work issue again and make it a work issue Mm -hmm. and there's literally that is a personal hell for you because now you have to see your ex all the time at work so one of you is probably going to want to get a new job real fucking quick and sometimes jobs are hard to come by. Not right now. So someday. no, not right now. But sometimes <laughs> they are. Sometimes. So, just so. don't shit where you eat. If she's cute and she looks good, and you want to hit on her, don't do it. Just don't. Just save yourself the heartache and the agony, man. Like go out to a bar, go to a farmer's market on a Friday or a Saturday, and just like meet a girl there. Don't 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 try and find a girl at work. I understand that's where you spend a third of your life. I get that. And I know it's hard to find someone outside of, you know, work. But so many bad things go so wrong so quickly in work relationships. And no one really takes that into account. And, and this is my last thought on the topic. And then we'll we'll get off of it. But yeah. it sounds like they, they use Slack. So I'm assuming they're mm-hmm. like a very large organization. And sure. uh, I mean, I would assume maybe not. But, you know, if it's a... F- if it's a five person office, like that's totally not okay. But you know, if you work with like five to 10,000 people in like a building, cause Mm -hmm. you're like a huge company, like a hospital or like, you know, a huge 500, a fortune 500 company that has like a ton of people. Like that's going to happen once in a while. I mean, that's just, Mm -hmm. that's That's, just, yeah. The nature of the beast. That's the nature of the beast. Like you don't act like you're working at like a mom and pop, like, you know, car dealership where there's like five people and like two of them are married because they, they own the business and it's like three of you. Like, right. I understand like that's weird, but you know, if you work at this huge corporation, like there's, I, I say all, all bets are off the table. Like you can't, you can't go to HR. Like it's your, parents and like tell mm-hmm. on somebody like that's really shitty you, you, right and again you're a third of your life's there so you can't expect that it's not gonna happen if you are a mildly attractive individual i mean i'm a guy i am in my I, when i started where i work now i was in my early like i was in my late 20s early 30s and i was getting hit on by women who were 40 and 50 years old while i was at work yeah all the time and I'm just like, sorry, I don't like grandmas. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I brushed it off and I joked with him and I was like, you know, that's that's nice. I appreciate it. But, you know, it's just I'm I, I, I basically told a nice white lie, like I'm already in a relationship or something like that if I wasn't interested or, oh, no, sorry. I just really, you know, I'm only here to work. I really just hate people. And they, they would laugh and it was fine and it was done and it was over. It was like two minutes of awkward and everyone went on their day. Yeah, you don't. You blowing it up is making it worse, more awkward for everybody. Yeah. You just saying that, nah, nah. unless they continue the to bother of, you, you know. The rest of your career, as long as that guy works there, let's say he becomes your supervisor one day, you are never getting promoted again because you treated him like that. Yeah, like the long-term ramifications of that are far worse than you can even imagine in the time you do that. Yeah, like. Where you two could have had a very funny chuckle when, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, she could have, like, sent her, herself, like, oh, I'm going to send you a naked pic and, like, send a, a naked pic of, like, a monkey with, like, a boner or something. And then, like, when he gets promoted or when you get promoted, you can both have that chuckle, like, oh, remember, like, when you thought I liked you and then, like, I sent you that, like, that funny pic. Like, that's... Like the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, then I, I don't know. People yeah. just they they lose their sense of humor about these kinds of things, and then all shit gets blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. But anyway, onward and upward. <laughs> absolutely. Today I fucked up. Ooh. Today I fucked up by driving to meet my date and her friend. Her friend is in quotation oh, no. marks. <laughs> so it's not her friend. Like I feel like they're misusing <laughs> quotation marks here. <laughs> oh, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> it didn't happen today, but at least 15 years ago, I drove to meet a girl I was speaking to for a few days on match. Oh, he, this is a match guy from 15 years ago. So he probably like was like one of the first people on match. It's like, was he the creator <laughs> and founder of match? <laughs> this will be an everlasting love. <laughs> uh, it is not. Uh, we spoke okay. at least twice on the phone and agreed to meet for dinner at TGI Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> this is so early 2000s, late 90s. <laughs> uh, there is no lasting relationship that ever started at the TGI Fridays. <laughs> what do you mean it's the place everyone goes on Fridays? Because it's fun. <laughs> nope. They wear the red and white clothes. <laughs> uh, 20 pieces of flair. <laughs> no, <at> minimum. <laughs> As I'm five minutes away from the place we're meeting at, she calls and says, I just wanted to tell you one of my friends had nothing to do today. I felt bad, so I invited him to come out with us. I'm already pretty heated because I got nervous meeting someone new in a date setting. I feel like she ambushed me by telling me this when I'm five minutes away from the location. And now I have to meet a girl for the first time and one of her girlfriends, or so I thought. I get there. Oh, this is a dude? (laughs) We'll find out. Oh, God. I get there. She's already there. I ask her where her friend is, and she says, he could be here soon. I said, wait, did you say he... And she confirms that one of her guy friends is coming to have dinner with us. What the fuck? (laughs) Once she advised me this friend was another guy, my long shot dream of maybe they are both hot and this could be a threesome scenario right out the window. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I feel like that's the only way a guy's agreeing to like go on a date with like a girl and like her friend, right? Is like, oh, yeah. like, like maybe she has another hot friend and <laughs> I like, can swing this. I can turn it around. <laughs> and we can turn this around. That's every guy's dream. At this point, I'm looking for an exit strategy. Her friend shows up eventually at some point and she goes to the bathroom and I speak to this other guy. He advised me that he's also met her on match. And he, too, was scheduled to have a date with her today. And he, too, was advised that someone else would be at dinner when he was driving over. <laughs> what? What? She's trying to swing it the other way now. She's going for the, the devil's three-way. Oh, no. <laughs> what in the world? No, why? This is wild. No, I, like as soon as I heard the first part of that, like whole, yeah, it's a he and he's my friend. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Enjoy your friend. I'm out. This is not even like the weird, like friend that's in the friend zone friend. This is like no. a stranger. This is another date. date. This is like, yeah. I'm, too, I've, my schedule is too busy to value your time at all. So I'm just going to like get two I'm dates put in you one in with here. another guy. Yeah, no, that's fucked up. I guess if both guys split the bill, it's technically cheaper. Dude, no, I'm I'm out of there immediately. <laughs> um, well, you'll find out here. So when I All found right. out, I found out he was into computers and tech, which is my field. So I saw this as a good payback window. When she got back to the table, I engaged the guy in a hardcore tech PC talk. After about. <laughs> <laughs> After about 20 minutes of this, the girl looked lost and miserable as the guys were having nonstop guy talk. Every time she tried to jump in and change the subject, I brought it right back to tech talk. <laughs> Which is... That's good. Other than getting out of there, like, that's a good revenge. And, you know, yeah. at least the guy was, like, going along with this, too. Right. But also weird that the other guy was, like... <laughs> Okay, like that, that just seems weird that the other guy was like, oh, you're here to be on a date with her, too. I guess yeah, one of us will go home with her. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm not doing that. I think I think they played it like with the, the only way it could have gone better is if like as she sat back down, they both got up and said, yeah, we're going to go to the arcade. Fuck off. <laughs> That's like if they just went to get a beer together or something or they like bought all this food and then like just left her with the bill. It sounds like they like became that. friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he goes, at some point, I dropped the 20 on the table for the incoming bill, and I said I had to use the bathroom. Instead, I jumped in my car and drove off. She never called or sent a text inquiring as to where I was or went that night. However, I was shocked that she left me a voicemail the next day asking for a second date. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so he, this bitch has some serious gall. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, too, too long, didn't read. Drove to meet my date. She brought another guy. She had scheduled a date with the same day, turning the meeting into a very awkward threesome date. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, a couple assumptions here is that this was from Match, not like your regular scheduled Tinder which means that they actually had to pay like a pretty decent chunk of change to be on match back 15 years ago. I'm sure it was like 29.99 a month or something. Probably more than it is today, to be quite honest. Yeah, cuz they had to set all that shit up. So, 
Yeah. I'm going to say that I would never talk to someone like that just because they're clearly not right in the head to do something like that. They want all the attention. They want none of the money to leave their pocket. And they want, you know, if one of them bows out, then she'll go home with the other one or so. I don't know. It's it's not a good scenario for anyone to be involved with. That's I would have. Up. I guess I would have, like, not very aggressively, but I would have, like, grilled her there. And I would have been like, what? What? What is this? <laughs> oh, see, at that point when she brings another guy from match to the same date, I would have not done the tech talk thing. I would have, if I stayed, I would have been like, so why did you invite two guys from match to uh, one date? Like, did you not have enough time in your busy schedule to, you know, at least give us like our own separate hour? Like, what the hell? Yeah, or like there's ways you can do it. Like you can pre-filter people with like a phone call, you know, mm-hmm. even even back 20, 15 years ago, you could do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's not a big deal. Or you could like agree to like text a few times or I feel like I feel like this girl like clearly like maybe jumped the gun and was like, oh, I'm interested in you and I'm interested in you and like didn't talk back and forth enough to like both people to like figure out who she was interested in but like bad on her part definitely i feel like today if it was today and not 15 years ago it would have been one of those bitches who's like i'm non-monogamous and i just love everyone so i just i wanted both of you so i figured if we could all just get along it would be a lot easier on me Yeah, yeah. Like I, today, I could see it being sold as something like new age, but like yeah. f- fifteen no. years ago, it's just kind of rude. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and even today, that's still like it, without telling the guy that you're like a non-monogamous. Like this is gonna be like two dudes I'm trying to get with date. That's still rude. <laughs> that is still rude. Like, at least give him the option to say, I'm not down with that, and I will be refusing to go. So, thank you. Come again. Well, here's a different scenario in an alternate world. Um, what if what if there was this, like, really hot girl on, like, the dating apps, and uh, she was giving you the time of day? Like, she was texting you back and forth on the dating apps, things are seeming to go okay, and you're like... Hey, like, I would like to, like, go out with you. Like, can we meet out for dinner this Friday? And she's like, yes, but I also agreed to meet someone else out for dinner this Friday. But I'm cool if both of you show up. (laughs) What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) I, I ask if she's a prostitute. (laughs) assume she's a very normal person that's college educated and you know has a job as far as you can tell i feel like okay so with dating sites and things like that i understand that you know like i ask you out you say yes to that is a little weird to me because you've already got a date schedule with someone else my response would be you know what that's okay go on your date with whoever like i understand that this is where you get to know people and things like that and they either work or they don't like i i i'll tell you i went on match i went out with a girl i you know got hot and heavy with her and found out that she was with another dude and it you know 
she liked him more than me and picked him and now they're married and that's that that's fine that's what is supposed to happen you're supposed to go out on these dates with people and see if you click and it just so happened that we didn't click as much as her and this other guy did which it is what it is can't be mad about it but if this girl, I were to, if she were to ask me that question, I'd say you go on that date and we'll schedule a different time. This girl in this scenario is a nine point eight out of ten in your book, and she has no time in the next month. But this Friday, she is open, except for the fact that she has already scheduled a date with another guy. I am not going to be the competitive guy that does that. No, I'm going to say, you know what? If you want to go out with him more than you want to go out with me, then that's fine. If you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm, I'm not mad about it. Like, I don't care if you are Victoria's secret model hot. I'm not going out with you and another guy. That's just not what I'm going to do. I, I am Victoria's secret model hot and I am willing to give both of you the time of day. I do not desire to go out with one more than the other. I just want to see, and I have no time in the next six weeks. If you don't have any time in the next six weeks after our first date, I don't want to be with you anyway, because that means we're not going to get a second date for six weeks. Right. But if you give up this one date now and I am a 9.9 out of 10, uh, chances are I will have moved on after those six weeks. Again, if you don't have time for me in six weeks, are you making time for someone else in six weeks? Uh, I will if the first date goes well. <laughs> You're just trying to make all these differences. No, man, I'm not. I'm not playing that game. Like, I don't care how hot you are. Like, what are you bringing to the table? Do you have like someone else's kid already? Are you financially stable? Like, what? I- like, what are you bringing to the table? I'm financially stable, adult male. I don't need to compete for your affections if I'm comfortable with myself. Like I'm more than comfortable with myself. I, I am. I can. I am yeah. middle class. I own my own, have my own job. I have a house and I have a car. Okay. And, and I see you're not going to let this go. So I'm going <laughs> to say this. And I am. I will agree I, to go on this if we all <laughs> if we all go Dutch. Everyone pays for their own shit, and it's like a group of three friends coming for a meeting, and it's no longer a date at that point. It's just okay. getting to know people. Well, it's clearly not going to be as flirtatious of a date, right? It's going to be more like a speed dating, like more of a social, like right. th- three people going out, and like I'm going to choose one guy, guy A or guy B, and. But I mean, this is the girl, this girl has, for attraction level, she has all the features you could want, and she seems to be like very conversant, and she is, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing hidden here. She doesn't have a kid. I'm not throwing in anything else. She's, she's checking all the boxes except for the one where it's, you know, she she's, can't choose between two dudes. She's checking like, I don't, literally I, every I don't single know that other that box. Develops well for the relationship, even if she chooses me over the other guy, because she went out with two guys at the same time. You know, like that's that's a recipe for disaster. Because later on, oh, okay, four years in, the relationship gets boring. So she's gonna go out and cheat with the other guy or some other random person that she met in those four years. Like, no, no, I, you you can never trust that. I mean, we, you and I both know the girl that I'm gonna bring up next, where. Basically, she was cheating on her boyfriend with me, and I didn't know it at the time. 
And then she finally, I found out she dumped her boyfriend and wanted to go out with me. And I said, no. And she said, why not? And I said, because you're a cheater. (laughs) Come on. Her name rhymes with a yogurt brand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, shoikya. (laughs) Stefani. That's fucked up. <laughs> wow, I just blew my spot up with Stephanie, huh? What a dick. Stephanie. <laughs> well, Stephanie, if you're listening, I hope you're happy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's so uh, fucked up, man. That's uh, cold blooded. Cold blooded. <laughs> Chopani's not a sponsor. Chobani is not and never will be. <laughs> um, well, they can't. I, I don't want to rule anything out, but sure. Yeah. All right. Last one of the night here. Do it up. Another today I fucked up. Today I fucked up by not reporting my own attempted murder. So this happened a long time ago. I've only just recently realized how bad it could have been. And yes, as an adult, I realized how idiotic this entire situation was. When I first got to high school, some of my friends and I would get together after class and have kind of a fight club in the flat part of a giant stairwell. The only rules were no face or nut punches. No punches if someone's down and the floor was concrete. So yes, idiotic. So one day, Mm -hmm. some other student we didn't know asked to join us. We didn't know each other, but anyone who's been in this situation knows it's a weirdly great bonding experience for men. But this guy wouldn't tap. I hit him pretty hard in the arm and we had to stop. We shook hands. I really thought everything was okay. We even took the same bus going home and talked during the trip. I guess losing really got to this guy's head because he came to school with a knife and belt the next day. I was walking into school and he was waiting for me. He came up behind me and put the belt around my neck and tried to tighten it. I guess he didn't anticipate how much he'd be fumbling with a knife trying to pull it out while actively fighting a guy so i just pulled it off and he ran <laughs> okay this sounds what like a very fuck? very like teen story <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of things wrong with that whole scenario so he's completely fine with it during <clears throat> the moment but like you know i'm gonna build bring a knife to school the next day and try to stab you yeah. with it i guess and choke you out. um so first off Kids who are listening that shouldn't be because these are wildly adult topics. If ever you decide you're going to fight in your youth, never do it above concrete. That is how you get permanent brain damage. Always do it in the grass. Always in the grass. Yeah, there's a reason boxing rings are like very like bouncy. Like they're almost like a Mm -hmm. trampoline. Yep. Now, this is where my fuck up happens. I wasn't going to report him. Some backstory, I'm from a place of lawlessness. I grew up in a corrupt place where calling any government official meant more trouble for everyone involved. So I would think like a place like Romania or something like that. One of those countries, yeah. One of those like Eastern Europe block countries. So I carried this belief when I moved to North America. My stupid kid logic was he tried to kill me, so it's only fair that I kill him after school. I don't know how I was this stupid... I almost messed up my entire future just to get even with some lowlife. 
Some girls from my class saw it and reported it to the principal. My dumbass even tried to lie that it was nothing so I could get him myself. Was my dumbass tried to lie that it was nothing so I could get him myself? Okay, I'm that's, assuming the attempted murder. Yeah. W- wasn't very convincing <laughs> with a giant red streak going around my neck. Kid got expelled. <laughs> Apparently, he had a bunch of previous suspensions. He came back during the last year of high school saying he went to therapy and his parents' divorce messed him up. His positive changes lasted a few months at most until he was back to attacking people. Turns out you can't force rehabilitation into people. Court-ordered therapy is a joke. So, too long didn't That's read. Okay. Dude tried Go to ahead. choke and stab, but fail or choke and stab, but me. <laughs> this kid can't write. The dude tried to choke and stab me, but failed. Me being an idiot, thought it was better to, idea to get revenge than to report it. But it sounds like these girls reported that he did it before mm-hmm. he killed him. So. So yeah, you can you know. Bring the kid out of the the redneck zone, but you can't bring the redneck out of the kid. Essentially, or the you know scumbag, I guess. Is, rednecks are okay. They're not bad. Scumbags are bad. I think like the most messed up part is like the way this was like. I mean they they had a they fought at school, right? Like mm-hmm. this kid, and it was beat- like a yeah, like a fight club. Like it, they both agreed to it, and they shook hands. They shook so hands. Clearly, yeah, he's a dick. Um, we shook hands, thought everything was okay. We took the same bus going home and talked during the trip. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. That that's a sign of like a serial killer right there. And like yeah, he just comes in the next day. Like, dude, Dirty I thought fucks. we were cool. Like, we, I'm not yeah. actually mad at you. Like, I'm not gonna like hit you outside of the confines of Fight Club. Like, you know. Yeah. No, that that kid was mentally deranged and definitely needed to. Uh... I don't know. Seek help. Yeah. And apparently that didn't help. <laughs> like, if you want to fight me again during Fight Club, like, we'll, we'll give it another go. But, like, mm-hmm. don't come up behind me with a belt and a knife. Like, that's... Yeah. That's uh, dumb. That's dumb. I, and uh, to be fair, the original poster is definitely lucky that he was not more coordinated because that definitely could have ended in a... Uh, yeah. Well, the original a, poster well, was just going to... How they put that? The... Uh, the room temperature challenge. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that and, you know, the original poster was just like going to go Eastern Europe on his ass and just like. <laughs> Which, yeah, if there's one thing you don't want, it's that. <laughs> eye for an eye. So, well, you're clearly trying to kill me, so I'm just going to kill you and not report it. <laughs> like, you may know Bye. Jenny from the block, but I'm from the block, B-L-O-C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't uh, say I blame the kid necessarily, but he probably mm-hmm. should have just that, that, this. See, this is a time you run to HR. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can don't like this. the active shooter training to make you take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this man, this Jesus. is a this is a run to your principal, run to HR, tell an adult type of scenario. Yeah, I yes. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that the original poster survived the encounter and he definitely learned his lesson. 
like yes this was he admits like this was dumb i should have reported it like i was just under the impression that i was just gonna kick this kid's ass after school and ruin my entire life and murder him in revenge with his own knife like no he he, and he realizes not that now so at least something good came of the situation where he's you know he learned a lesson that's nice yeah he learned a lesson out of it the kid did not nor did he when he came back after like being banned from school for like five years but yeah whatever right well there's and again there's psychopaths like you said and there's people who just want to watch the world burn so i mean it sounds like this kid is like a total like bitch though because like he's like fumbling with a belt like his plan is too convoluted to begin with right like if you're gonna kill somebody like you go to your Walmart Why? and you buy some insulin <laughs> for your pet and then you it's just inject them with it. No, it's pretty Jesus. cheap. It, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's pretty cheap. You slash stop giving out murder advice. <laughs> you might want to edit this so you're not implicated in anything. Christ. That's, that's, that's a well-known thing. I'm fine with it. Uh, well, I didn't think about doing it that way ever. Uh, no, we were talking about it before the show, remember? Nope. <laughs> no, you're, you're on your own. <laughs> All right. Christ. Well, don't go to Walmart and get insulin for your cat, quote unquote, and then inject somebody with it. <laughs> we're not going to prison. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not some mad genius. I'm not, I wish I was that original, but you know, somebody else has thought of that before I did. And just, uh, this is a public information. Just, we're not advocating murder in any way, shape or form. So don't do it. (laughs) You want to give at least a hundred units (laughs) to your cat. And with that, <laughs> I'm upvote. <laughs> and I'm you slash. Have a great night. Oh my god. <laughs>